Good morning. Queen Camilla has given an update on the health status of King Charles following revelations he will undergo surgery next week. Let's go live to Hugh Whitfeld in London. Good morning, Hugh. What did she say? Well, Jody, Her Majesty was in Aberdeen for an engagement when she was asked about her husband's condition. The monarch is facing surgery next week to treat an enlarged prostate. Uh, his wife, though, saying it's unlikely that he'll be out of action for too long. How's His Majesty? He's fine, thank you very much. Thank Looking you. forward to getting back to work. Absolutely forward to getting back to work. The King is in Scotland at the moment as well. He's in Birkhall. That's where they are staying. That's uh, Charles's uh, home close to Balmoral. He has cleared his diary. Meantime, Prince William has been seen leaving the private hospital where Kate is being uh, treated and recovering from abdominal surgery, driving away in his electric Audi sports car. Uh, there is no update on Kate's condition right now, but her parents are reportedly stepping in to help William with the children and, of course, support the princess when she does return home. But she is facing up to 14 days in in hospital as she recovers from what must be uh, rather important or major surgery and she does face months of recuperation at home when she does get back to Windsor. Jody. Okay, Hugh Whitfeld in London, thank you. New South Wales could come to the rescue of the Brisbane Olympic Games with suggestions the white water events could be moved to a venue in Sydney. As the state government launches a review into whether the games are cost effective, one MP will suggest scrapping plans to build a $100 million venue, saying it could be held at a pre-existing facility in Penrith. Such a move is not unprecedented. Sydney's 2000 Olympics held football matches at the Gabba and at the MCG. The Australian government hasn't yet classified the October 7 Hamas attack on Israel as an overseas terrorist act. Political reporter Josh Martin is in Canberra. Good morning, Josh. This means victims' families can't get financial assistance. Good morning, Jody. Yes, 100 days after the atrocities that took place in southern Israel that saw 1,200 people die. And this morning, the Labor government is being accused of dragging its feet. The Social Security Act allows for the payment of funds to victims' loved ones, up to $75,000, but the government must make a formal designation of a terrorist attack. The Albanese government has not done so for October 7. In the past, the Australian government has made more than 50 designations for overseas terrorist attacks. That includes September 11 on US soil, the Bali bombings where 88 Australians died and the 2005 London bombings. This morning, Liberal Senator James Patterson says it's time for the government to make a declaration for October 7 to allow the victims' loved ones to rebuild their lives. Jody. Josh Martin, thank you. Fresh produce, pharmaceuticals and other time-critical goods are stuck in transit, with the country's second-largest port operator, DP World, locked in a pay dispute with the Maritime Union. Workplace Relations Minister Tony Burke has met with both parties but said he wouldn't intervene. It's leading to fears now that businesses will pass on costs to customers. Today, the union will reportedly stop trucks and trains from entering the sites. 
Tens of thousands are without power in WA this morning after a wild thunderstorm brought chaos to the Perth Hills, Central Wheatbelt, Goldfields and surrounding regions. Heavy rain and strong wind gusts have damaged hundreds of kilometres of power infrastructure. In Kalgoorlie, residents have been told they might not be reconnected for another seven days. The power outages are causing chaos for water, phone and internet services. The NRL is introducing a spectator code of conduct for the first time. A number of recent incidents at matches have prompted officials to issue a league-wide code rather than leaving it to individual venues. It means spectators won't be able to engage in any violent act, throw or kick any projectile or injure the reputation of the NRL in any way. If fans breach the code, they face being banned and disqualified from buying tickets to games. A new probe into hate speech has been announced in New South Wales as Premier Chris Minns looks to crack down on religious vilification and violence. A reported rise in anti-Semitic sermons by Islamic preachers prompting the government to examine whether hate speech laws go far enough. The review will be conducted by a former Chief Justice. Adelaide's ambulance ramping crisis could be worse than expected, with a skyrocketing number of taxis reportedly being sent to attend emergency calls. Between 2021 and 2023, 4,000 low-priority 000 callers have been transported by taxi. That includes some that weren't taken to the emergency department. About 36 patients were sent to taxi every week, costing $121,000. Hoping to buy an apartment complex or a super yacht? Well, the Powerball has jackpotted to a whopping $150 million after last night's draw didn't produce a winner. It's the fifth consecutive week that the jackpot prize has increased and it means next week's jackpot is the second largest ever. Checking weather now, Brisbane. Showers today heading for a top of 33 degrees. Sydney, sunny and 28. Canberra heading for 27 degrees and sunny Melbourne. 21 with showers, Hobart 21 and showers as well. Adelaide sunny and 29, Perth partly cloudy heading for 28 degrees and Darwin a possible storm atop of 32.